Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. Football is back, and so is winning season at MyBookie. NFL, college football, and a brand new cash-out system give you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit, cash out early and use the funds on another bet, or let it ride for the chance at a bigger payday. Use early cash outs as a tool to stay in control of the action at MyBookie. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag now and register an account for free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use promo code TSUS to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's promo code TSUS to claim your deposit bonus and, for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. You can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TS. U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, I, I thought about adding the segment today of like the biggest, the biggest winners and losers from National Signing Day. And I, I think there's some that are really, really obvious guys. I think there's some that are really obvious with you know, like the the struggles that that Florida had, the struggles Florida had on Signing Day. Um, you know, as Jake Crane said, like what Miami did on Signing Day, what Georgia did signing the. The, the 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 offensive lineman they did right the guys in the trenches so but as I said yesterday too guys you just simply aren't going to know you simply aren't going to know until two three years down the road how good these recruiting classes are so um anyways yesterday was a lot of fun guys yesterday was a blast in regards to talking all things signing day and and breaking it all down and really not a lot changed from after we um after we spoke um South Carolina actually fell a couple spots from when we spoke about one o'clock or so yesterday looking at the classes uh Gamecocks finishing 20th overall and 11th in the SEC which admittedly guys is is lower than I thought they'd finish I mean I really will be honest with you I, that's lower than I thought South Carolina would finish after their hot start um to recruiting but it is what it is so anyways guys we're diving into your questions your comments your voicemails 843-790-3377 you can call that number you can text that number as well let's see um Edmund says USC always starts out quick in recruiting and portal moves then they fade slowly. Well, I, I think too, I mean, what happens is like you get one commitment or two commitments, or you know, it's 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 a battle of you've got five commitments and everybody else has one or two commitments. And so like you're number one or you're number three or or whatever. And yeah, by the end of it, certainly it it, it all balances out, right? It all balances out, Edmund. So to your point, I, I think there's you know, we're all guilty of it, but there's no reason in overreacting to what recruiting rankings are saying. Uh, you know, back in April, because like, you know, early on, I mean, I remember like in April, Alabama was like 29th, right? And they finished second. So, I mean, the the cream always rises to the top. The, things always even themselves out and the numbers always even themselves out, if you will. Um, Let's see. Ethan K said to Jake, Merry Christmas, Jake. Thanks for all the laughs and hard work this year. Yeah, Jake was awesome this year, man. He was awesome last year, too. Hey, thought was a lot of fun. Uh, Billy Cotton, start out quick because we get one five-star player and then four stars and go down to three stars and unranked every year. That is why. Ethan K, what are the biggest holes on the roster still? I'd say O-line, receiver, and cornerback. 
Um, I think wide receiver, Ethan, for sure. I think South Carolina could use another edge or two. Um, yeah, I would say corner is a good one. And then offensive line, I mean, to your point, man, Ethan, listen, you lose Jalen Nichols. I, I was – I think it's funny to watch college fans cope with news like that and how they choose to cope of, oh, not – you know, not a big loss. I mean, dude, every every time, every time somebody enters the transfer portal, I see people commenting. No, they gotta like let you know, not a big loss, not a big loss. It's not a big loss. Like Jalen Nichols started in 2021 and 2022 and was regarded as your best offensive lineman coming back in 2023, guys. To say that that's not a big loss at all. I just disagree, man. I, I I disagree. I wholeheartedly disagree. I wholeheartedly disagree. So I think offensive line, Ethan K. I I think you'd be you'd be well served to add two or three more guys. And guys, I'm gonna tell you right now what's gonna happen. And you're gonna hate to hear this, <clears throat> but what's gonna happen if South Carolina doesn't do that? You guys can preach to the high heavens. Till you're blue in the face. Man, the only reason the offensive line stunk this year was because of the injuries and this and that. But, guys, if you bring back the same group of guys and all you did was add some freshmen, very talented, but you added some freshmen. If you bring back the same group of guys that was one of the worst offensive lines in the SEC and you don't add anybody else, guys, South Carolina's getting picked to go five and seven again. That's bottom line. They are. They are. Because how much better truly can that group be? I mean, I got people on social media saying, just start the best play, start the freshman. Like, guys, you saw how starting freshmen worked out this year. I know guys were freshman All-Americans. I know you had a freshman of the week. But, like, let's be honest. Big Tree, Trovon Bow, those guys went put, got put through the ringer. And, I mean, they, they, they had their moments of, I mean, who can forget the Tennessee game? You know, I mean, we're talking about an offensive line that averaged giving up four sacks a week. So, I, I just, I don't understand the logic of, well, we'll just get healthy and not add anyone. Guys, this is South Carolina football, and it's football in general. Like, injuries are going to happen. I think at this point, you just have to account for it. You're going to have some injuries. You better make sure you have a plan. I know you're not going to have 10 or 11, or you hope not, injuries. But you got to have a plan, man. You got to have a plan. I just, I don't think just well. Let's just, let's just go into, let's just go into the uh, 2024 season. Same dudes in the room. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I would not operate that way. <clears throat> I would not operate that way. Let's see. Mm -mm -mm. Getting back into your questions. John Edward, it's Christmas season. Find some joy, says John Edward. John Edward saying, find some joy. My goodness. Indeed. <clears throat> Billy Cotton says, Akron, Old Dominion, maybe Vanderbilt only see three to four wins next year for Carolina. 50 years being a fan. Family all went to USC. Just a drinking fest in the fall. <laughs> They can't make them strong enough, Billy. Can't make them strong enough. Cody says this. It's Nico time in Tennessee. Milton Experiment Knoxville was a failure this year. Hashtag Go Big Orange. Was it a failure, Cody? I mean, I, I think Joe Milton was just 
what most folks expected. I mean, I, 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 I will say this, Cody. I think Joe Milton served as a great bridge quarterback for Tennessee. I don't think Joe Milton, I mean, I think if you had expectations of Joe Milton being great or matching what Hendon Hooker did, I think those expectations were a bit misguided. I think that's what it really comes down to, Cody. I, I just think that, you know, we're talking about a guy in Joe Milton that was a guy who had lost multiple quarterback battles before. I, I mean, what was his ceiling? I mean, it, did, did Joe Milton not reach his ceiling this year? I mean, he, he was pretty close. That's that's what I'm trying to say. He was pretty close. So, to your point, Cody, I mean, I think bowl games are a great opportunity to begin to build for the future. Um, I guess Joe Milton, yes, is playing in the bowl game for sure. Uh, but I, I wonder if selfishly, if Tennessee fans are like, man, I wish he wasn't playing. Because it's like, then you could get a head start on what the future is going to be in Knoxville. So, I really do think it's fascinating. I do think it's fascinating. But, you know, I I think Joe Milton, he wasn't great by any means, but I, I didn't expect him to be great. I, I just thought he'd be a nice bridge quarterback. And listen, listen, Cody, what has to excite you, I would think, as a Tennessee fan, if you're establishing a floor of eight wins, like, hey, eight wins is going to be our bad year, after what Tennessee football endured for over a decade, that's a pretty good place to be. That. that that's not a bad place to be, is it? I mean, it could be much worse, as Tennessee fans have seen firsthand. Luke Grubb says, excluding the bye, you cannot argue South Carolina's schedule is ridiculous. Ole Miss, at Bama, at Oklahoma, and A&M. I mean, Luke, for sure, South Carolina's schedule is tough. And when we did those schedule rankings, there are many out there that can certainly argue that their schedule is one of the toughest, no doubt. But, uh yeah, so I mean, I, I just, you know, it's certainly a tough schedule. It just didn't make my top five. It was right there. It was close, though. It was close. Uh, Texter says, as long as the O-line gets sorted out, I think running game will be dangerous next year with Sellers at the helm. Yeah, I mean, certainly when you got a quarterback like that that's got that dual threat capability. I guess, guys, it's just, isn't it crazy to think that, because let's face it, Next year, and let's just say 2025, I mean, they're massively important. I mean, I think the future of the Shane Beamer era in Columbia rests on these next two seasons. Maybe it rests on 2024 alone. And so effectively what you're saying is the future of the Shane Beamer era rests on Lenoris Sellers. That, that's what it comes down to. Does Lenoris Sellers turn into what folks expect him to be? That's going to determine... Shane Beamer's tenure in Columbia. I mean, really, truly, am I wrong? It's all about getting the most out of Lenora Sellers. That's what it'll come down to. Uh, let's see. Chuck Burkett, JC said, if not for the spring game injury, Jalen Nichols would have already been gone. UNC meddling. Yeah, Chuck, I heard that as well. I heard that as well actually months ago about Jalen Nichols, but... The expectation was he was going to be back in 2024. So I, I don't know what happened. Maybe UNC came back in, swooped him up, whatever. But uh, I don't know, man. Bruin Nation, I appreciate you tuning in, man. Thank you so much for the love and support, man. It's uh, You'll see everything on social media, obviously, in due time. And I know you and I have had conversation behind, behind the scenes. But appreciate your love and support, man. Truly, it means the world. Justin says, Chris, with Shane Height with his class, and the most talented in school history in the lackluster season, 
and expecting to have at minimum bowl games could that fuel for him to have a hot seat next year. Uh, Basically, Justin asking, basically, Justin asking, could Shane Beamer's seat get hot next year? Yeah. If you miss a bowl game, absolutely. Absolutely. Austin Gregory with Tonka, Boogie, and Tuazama returning. Were you surprised with how much Beamer and company brought in on the defensive line? Absolutely not, Austin Gregory. Number one, let's just be frank. Drew Tuazama was a, I mean, did he have a tackle in 2023, man? A a non-impact pickup. I hate to tell you, Austin, there's some guys you pick up and they turn into superstars. There's some guys you pick up and they turn into contributors. There's some guys you pick up and you never hear from again. Drew Tuazama is a guy that I don't think you can factor him in as like, he's not SEC. Just bottom line. I mean, Drew Tuazama is not a guy you want to be relying on week after week. That's what we saw. That's at least what we saw in the field in 2023. So am I surprised? I mean, Austin Gregory. Look at the results on the field. No, I, I think you need is you can't have enough good defensive linemen. You can't have enough good pass rushers. And I and I, you know, hate to be taken. Not necessarily a shot at Drew Tuazama, but I mean, Austin, would you say he was some big time impact contributor out of the portal? I mean, that guy didn't even hardly play. So I don't know that you could really factor him in. Um so, anyways, I no, to answer your question. No, I'm not surprised at all um, that they're bringing in defensive linemen. Not surprised at all, because you can't have enough good ones. John Edward, thoughts on Jaden McGowan's comments? John Edward, the the whole Jaden McGowan thing is just, I mean, it's a mess. I mean, to the point many folks are making, like it feels like we're making a mountain out of a molehill in the sense of like, and, and I know that some, I know that some, let me just say this. I, I I never threw a parade learning the news that Jaden McGowan was coming to South Carolina. Nice pickup, nice pickup, but Vandy wide receiver, right? So whether the Gamecocks get him or not, I, I don't think that's the difference in them winning two or three more games in 2024. Let me just say that. So I, I think we're making a lot of nothing. If he wants to go to Boston College, so be it, is what it is. I mean, it is strange to see NIL flips, but uh, that's the world of college football that we are in. So, I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know. It's a he said, she said argument about is he is he going for more money? Is he going for this, that, whatever? Just let the kid do whatever he wants. Who gives a damn at this point, man? I mean, who really cares? Uh, so, I, I, you know, he said, she said. Rubination says, because if they change his game, they deserve to be fired. Let the man do his thing. Rubination, should they coach him up? (laughs) Should they coach him up, my guy? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Let's see. Now, I, I know what you're saying. Let's see. Austin Miller, as much as I like Beamer, I think if he misses another bowl game, I think he should be gone. Mediocre football shouldn't be acceptable here any longer. I mean, Austin, you know, I I, I have not gone on record and saying that, and, I, and I'm not going to do so because I, I think how it happens is very, very important. I'll just put it to you this way. I, I'll say this. Five and seven are better, and I think Shane Beamer is back next year. Now, I'm not telling you what I think should happen. I'm telling you what I think will happen. Five and seven or better, Shane Beamer's back. If you go four and eight or worse, all bets are off. I I have no idea what to think. Because, guys, you look at the 2024 schedule. Four wins are built in. Four wins are literally built in with Old Dominion, Akron, Wofford, and Vandy. Vandy's got to be counted as a built-in win, right? If you're losing a Vandy, that should tell you enough right there. So four wins are built in. So to get to a bowl game, I know the schedule's a gauntlet, but to get to a bowl game, you got to go two and six in those eight games, the other eight games. You got to go two and six. I mean, guys, if you can't go two and six, if you go one and seven in those eight games, I'm just saying, man. <clears throat> um, Cody Larmer says, it's not a recipe for success to start freshman on the offensive line. Will they be talented for you all? Yes, in the future. I think especially the SEC, you want them sitting for two years. Cody, you absolutely do. The ideal position to be in, Cody, is to be starting redshirt juniors and redshirt seniors on the offensive line. That, that, that's where you want to be, Cody. <clears throat> that's where you want to be. Austin Gregory says, to me, the Clemson game next year is very important. Of course, it's always important but especially next year when either Beamer can tie his series against them at 2-2 two and two or Dabo takes a 3-1 lead. Certainly, Austin, that game, to your point, always important. I mean, you don't have to overemphasize the importance, right? But, yeah, I mean, I think if you're going to turn the tide, you know, we, we saw in recruiting South Carolina landed a bunch of in-state guys. Clemson only got one. Uh, Clemson didn't finish that much higher than South Carolina in recruiting. You know, the only way to turn a rivalry, though, is beat them. You, you got to beat them, right? You got to beat them, Austin. So, uh, certainly a huge game. Certainly a huge game, no doubt. <clears throat> Let's see. Big wash. Cody's right, but we're in a win-now situation. Can't afford to let freshman linemen learn on the job. Here's my conundrum, guys, when it comes to, you know, you ask about the 2024 season. It's year four of Beamer. And, and you know, here's the conundrum, okay? Here's the conundrum.
The conundrum is this. Do I think Shane Beamer's back in Columbia in 2025 after a 5-7 and seven season? Yes, I do. Do I think there should probably be a change if South Carolina goes 5-7 and seven or worse? Probably. Any other program with expectations, guys, would make a move. Any other program. And not many coaches survive back-to-back missed bowl games in the SEC. It, it just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. I mean, I I think I'll just I'll put it to you this way. For the sake of Shane Beamer's future in Columbia, long-term future, making a bowl game feels like a must, right? If you don't make a bowl game, if you don't make a bowl game, then you you put your fate in the hands of how liked am I? How much do people like me? How much do people like my culture? How much do people like my, the, 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 you know, the way I am? Because I, I tell you this again, nobody's immune to the effects of losing, man. Nobody's immune to it. Absolutely nobody. I mean, the, the way that a lot of the Gamecock fan base turned on Shane Beamer this year was something to see. I mean, a lot. And I'm talking about people that are, as garnet glasses as any. I, I saw more folks being critical about Shane Beamer on social media than I ever thought I would see. Than I ever thought I would see. So, no coach is immune to the effects of losing. That includes Shane Beamer. We do have a text here. Texter says, what's up, Chris? It's the Hall of Famer, Robbie Davis. I still think it's going to end up being Texas and Bama, the national title. Also, my prediction for the basketball game tomorrow, South Carolina 75, Elon 68. Go Gamecocks. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And, of course, happy early birthday. Thank you, Robbie Davis. Appreciate that so much, my friend. Merry Christmas to you and yours early, of course. Happy New Year. Um, Really appreciate you, Robbie, and the entire Robbie Davis gang, if you will. Uh, Let's jump back into your questions. Austin Gregory, outside of Rocket Sanders, who are you most excited about that South Carolina snagged out of the portal? He says for him, it's Brady Hunt, the Ball State tight end. I'd probably go Austin with Kyle Kennard, the edge out of Georgia Tech. I I just think that's a position where South Carolina desperately needed help, Austin. I think Jordan Strawn is gone, right? Isn't he gone? Somebody can correct me in the chat. Um, Bottom line is South Carolina needs help on the edge front. They, They need pass rushers, and so I think – Kyle Kennard, the Jules kid from Pitt as well up front. Um, I always get excited to see beefing up the interior, beefing up both lines of scrimmage, and, of course, that edge spot. I thought Kennard was a really good pickup for them. So excited for him. That's probably the one I'm most excited for. Um, You know, I think Jared Brown at Coastal is one to be excited about. I think Oscar Attaway and, you know, the running back depth is exciting. So let's see. Travi says in his presser, Beamer stated, this is the first time in 16 seasons he isn't getting ready for a bowl game. He didn't smile. We aren't either, Coach. I hear you. Yeah, I mean, that for sure, that, that was interesting to hear, man. First time Beamer's ever missed a bowl game in his coaching career. So, um, Austin Gregory, I know you've seen it, but have you touched on the Chip Kelly solutions to fix college football video? What were your takeaways? Admittedly, Austin, I have not watched the full video start to finish, but I know he talked about college football having its own commissioner and governing body and and breaking away from the NCAA. I mean, I, I think that's a must. I think that's absolutely a must. I think that's necessary. Um, yeah, I think that absolutely needs to happen. 
Um, it makes no sense there's not like a commissioner of some sort, right? It, it just makes no sense. Um, anyways. Guys, 843-790-3377. It's 843-790-3377. You can call that number, text that number, whatever you like. Chuck Burkett says, if we don't win at least seven games next year, you can promote me to Chief Slapdick. Will do, Chuck. Will do. Travi says, hopefully that Desmond Umiazulu will blossom next season. I mean, Travi, he has to. He has to. I mean, listen, man, let, let, let's let's be honest with ourselves. You look at the recruiting rankings, right, Travi? You look at the recruiting rankings, and South Carolina's not at the top. They're not in the top five. They're not in the top ten nationally, top five in the SEC. That doesn't mean you don't get good players. That's absolutely not what that means. But what it means, I think, guys, is you're not getting as many good players as the top teams are. So the good players you get, you got to maximize their potential, man. You got to maximize their talent. You got to get the most out of them. So a guy like Desmond Umiazulu, you can't afford to miss on him. You can't afford for him to not pan out. You know, that that's why it's so painful. People wonder, like, why does it hurt so bad when a Marshawn Lloyd or a Jordan Burge or these guys hit the portal? It's because, guys, South Carolina's a program you don't get that many five stars. Let's call it for what it is. It's not like you're getting five or six a year. You're getting one, and this year was the first time ever you got two, and one of them was an offensive lineman. So, I mean, you can't afford to miss on those guys. You can't. But the thing that Shane Beamer has to do, because, guys, I'll be honest with you, and, again, you won't hear this from anyone else. You won't hear this from the 24-7 guys. You won't hear this from the on-three guys. Anybody else, the rivals folks, you won't hear it because they're going to continue to sell hope to you and they want you to subscribe and they're going to they're gonna say what they need to for you to pay that $9.99 a month and for them to tell you what you want to hear. That's totally fine. And I'm not saying that's always the case, but in recruiting, guys, I'm not talking about South Carolina either. I'm talking about the overall industry as a whole. Again, have we ever heard, have we ever heard any recruiting service, go on record and say, eh, that class was all right. That class was okay. Couple contributors, but but nothing wild. No, no real difference makers. I thought this was kind of a questionable take. This guy probably won't have much of an impact. It was just an okay class. Nobody says that. At least those who are affiliated with those recruiting services don't say that. So bringing that back to South Carolina, guys, if you want my honest reaction to the recruiting class, Everything I said yesterday, I stand behind. I think they did a good job addressing needs, you know, in the trenches, obviously getting those offensive linemen, those defensive linemen. You know, I think I think they did a good job with that. Dylan Stewart, the headliner, that's a huge one, addressing the edge spot. But if you look at the numbers, guys, stars aren't everything. They're not. They're not. Recruiting rankings aren't everything. But they typically tell the tale. Right? The blue chip ratio, that exists for a reason. And you look at the teams that are winning the most games, guess what? They got the most good players. So what I see when I see South Carolina 20th nationally and 11th in the SEC. Guys, admittedly, I think South Carolina is recruiting how they always have. I mean, I think Shane Beamer's doing a good job, don't get me wrong, but South Carolina has never had a problem at recruiting. 
Like, they've always recruited at a top 25 clip. As long as I can remember. I, I don't remember South Carolina ever not being in the top 25 and recruiting. They've always recruited at a top 25 clip. That's not their problem, right? That's not their problem. And until South Carolina's winning eight or nine games a year at minimum, guys, you're not going to break into that top 15 or top 10 mold. Because here's the problem. Look at an Auburn, for example. They finished fourth in the SEC this year, seventh nationally. You say to yourself, how can they do it? Auburn hadn't been good. Well, they got Hugh Freeze. But also what Auburn has, guys, at South Carolina, a school like South Carolina doesn't, they have history, man. They have tradition. They have a trophy case that they can sell to prospects. South Carolina does not have that. They've also got incredible NIL backing. I would probably say it's a better situation than that in Columbia. But here's the point I wanted to make. Shane Beamer's recruiting fine. He's recruiting well. I don't think he's doing much different than anything that's ever been done, but he's recruiting well, okay? 20th nationally, 11th in the SEC, 12th in the transfer portal right now. Whether it be Shane Beamer, whether it be the next coach, it be the next coach, or it be the next coach, to win at South Carolina, being an elite recruiter is just not good enough. It's not. Because your ceiling is only so high, at least for now, until you start winning games and winning big games. You have to be a master talent evaluator and a master talent developer. The Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up Show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code SPURSUP for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code SPURSUP, S-P or S-U-P, for $20 off your first purchase. Game Time is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, and you're set. And also, tickets, they're sent directly to your phone, so no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought, whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is. Buying tickets shouldn't be stressful, and Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co, and when you do, 
create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S-P-U-R-S-U-P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. Will Muschamp got talent, guys. Look back at the recruiting classes. Will Muschamp got talent year after year after year. I mean, heck, Will Muschamp signed one of the highest-rated prospects in school history in Jordan Birch. I mean, the 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 you know the thoughts on Will Muschamp was he could sell ice to an Eskimo. I mean, Gamecock fans, when Muschamp was there, would tell you that he's a great recruiter. He's an elite recruiter. What did Muschamp not do? He didn't develop the talent. He didn't put the talent in the best possible position to succeed. That's what he didn't do. That was his shortcoming. So, with Shane Beamer and company, they're going to have to be elite at developing talent and finding the right guys that fit. Because, guys, they're recruiting no differently than South Carolina ever has. And I know that... You know, people will tell you this is the best pound-for-pound class, and it's it's one of the best classes in school history. But, guys, forgive me. I see 20th nationally and 11th in the SEC. And some will say that means I don't know ball. But those numbers, guys, over, over you know, you stack classes on classes. Like, typically, those numbers work themselves out. I think there are contributors in this class. Now, my point being, though, that, like, the top four-star guys you brought in, like, you have to get the most out of them. You have to get the most out of them. Because you don't have 25 stars in this class, and, well, we're, we're just going to have, you know, we're, 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 we just got elite depth, and it's Jimmy's and Joe's that will carry us. Like, you got to be able to scheme the X's and O's. And I think, too, it's what makes Beamer's decisions on the coaching staff so imperative. Because if you don't have the right coaches – you got to have some coaches that can scheme it up and that can develop. You got to have those you, you got to have those assistants. You have to have those assistants. Texter says Chris Kevin here, I really enjoy your show. I'm not as giddy about this class as some are. I don't care where we are nationally, but we are good. But where we are the SEC, this class as good as it is is still ninth or so in the SEC and we're behind Clemson sucks as well. Need to do better, just being real. I, no, listen, I, I think that's very real, man. I, I, again, recruiting is such a thing. I mean, I've learned the hard way, guys. I've Trust me, I've learned the hard way. Um, you know, it's, it's tough to make a living being critical about recruiting, right? Because there's still kids at the end of the day, and, and it's, you know, it's it just, it's frowned upon. Bottom line, it's it just, it is frowned upon in the college football world to have a take, like if I went, if I went on here today, guys, and I was like, this kid, not a good pickup. I don't know why South Carolina wasted an offer on this guy. How do you think that would go over? Not even saying I want to do that because I don't, because I don't, but you know, I, I feel like folks aren't willing to be critical when it comes to recruiting. I mean, for example, you look at you look at Florida, you look at Billy Napier, like the criticism's warranted after the way they finished. So, I mean, I ask you. And I'm curious, I guess, what the mood is a Gamecock Nation when it comes to this recruiting class. Because, again, I think one of the reasons it was ranked lower, number one, you only added 16 new players, right, from the high school ranks. Number two, a lot of them were offensive linemen. 
And those guys just typically aren't going to be super highly rated, although one of them is a five-star and Josiah Thompson. But, I mean, finishing 11th in the SEC is not inspiring. It's not exactly inspiring. So, you know, we'll see. All I'm saying is, that, you know, I, I let me put it to you this way. I think South Carolina is recruiting well enough to where you should be able to win seven to eight games a year. But for the Gamecocks to get to the next level, for the Gamecocks to start talking about, hey, 12-team expanded playoff, college football playoff appearances, for them to get to the next level, they've either got to start really crushing it in the portal or they've got to start recruiting at a higher clip. Or option number three, They've got to start developing the hell out of the talent they have on the roster, and Shane Beamer's got to go out and get some legitimate assistant coaches. One of those three things, if not all three, need to happen for South Carolina. Guys, until then, the Gamecocks are a 500 program. Flat out. Until then, the Gamecocks are a 500 program. That's it. So... You got to do one of those three things, if not all three. If not all three. You got to do one of those three things, if not all three. So, I, I just... And, and also, too, here's the other thing, too. You, you've, got to, you've got to hope and pray and keep your fingers crossed that Lenoris Sellers is, is truly the answer at quarterback. I mean, that, that, that's the biggest thing, right? Having the right quarterback can change a lot. Having the right quarterback can change a lot, man. It can get people fired up to come to your school. It, it, it can it can help recruiting. It helps everything. It helps everything. Rubination. Great point here. If I can grab the mouse. From Bruin Nation, he says, Chris, what have I been saying for months? You better have the right coaches to coach who you got if you ain't getting the studs. Bruin Nation, to your point, man. If you're not pulling in five-star after five, here's the thing. If your roster isn't as good as the roster you're playing against, as the guys on the other side of the field, you better have the coaching advantage. You better have the coaching advantage. You got to have that. And so I'm, I'm very, very curious to see what the changes are for Beamer if any. I, I thought Jake Crane's comments, guys, were, were very interesting. Jake Crane saying on our show, that, you know, Shane Beamer saying, hey, we haven't made a bowl game in 16 years or we haven't missed a bowl game in 16 years. This is unacceptable. To Jake Crane's point, if you make no changes, you are saying it's acceptable. So, anyways, guys, it's, it, you know, I, and I think the reason, I, I get it, right? I, I get it why it's, it's frowned upon to be critical of recruiting because, you know, if you, if you say something negative about a recruit or recruiting class and, and they turn out to be great, you just look like an asshole. And it's still looked at as, you know, you should be grateful that a player is going to a certain school. But, I mean, guys, it's, it's a business now. It's a business more than ever. Guys are getting signed to one-year contracts. They're getting signed to contracts to go to schools. Like, we can be honest about talent, right? We, we can be honest about recruiting classes. We can be honest about all this stuff. I mean, that, that's why for years I've pissed so many people off because I've always viewed it from, like, this pro sports mindset or just this real mindset of, there are some signings that are great. There are some that are not. It is what it is. 
There are some signings that are not. And it's okay to be transparent about that. Listen, some guys are clubhouse guys. If you don't know what a clubhouse guy is, it's like a guy, it's a guy that a pro organization keeps around, like in AAA or AA. He's never going to play or get promoted, but he's good for the clubhouse. He's a culture guy, right? Keeps spirits high in the clubhouse. He's not really ever going to play a significant role, but he's important for camaraderie. He's important for the dynamic of the locker room. There are guys like that you add. You know, so anyways, I, I it, it's a very interesting dynamic for sure. It's a very interesting dynamic for sure. John Edwards says, Beamer's either waiting till after the new year or maybe the coaches needed better players. I, I mean, John Edwards... I just I think if you don't make any coaching changes, that would be a massive mistake. Flat out. And, and you know why, you know why it would, John Edward? You know why it would for the optics of it, the way it would look. Especially if you go five and seven or six and six next year with the same group of coaches. You're just not going to get a lot of grace, man. You're not going to get a lot of grace. You're not. Guys, 843-790-3377. We're going to roll through till 2 o'clock, taking your questions, your comments, and your voicemails here on this Thursday. Appreciate you all tuning in. Bruin Nation said, that's why if Beamer fails next season, you don't wait. Go hire Jamie Chadwell. So Bruin Nation says, hey, I got a plan if Beamer don't work. Again, guys, I, I just want to echo what I was saying about the recruiting class. Because I want to make it clear. I'm not saying this is a terrible recruiting class. I think there's difference makers. I think there's contributors. But all I'm saying, and I think Bruin Nation did a good job of sort of rewording this point, maybe even better than I said it. But all I'm saying is, if you're not, when, when you're recruiting 11th best in the SEC, and you're 20th nationally, and what's more important, again, is the SEC rankings. Who cares about national rankings? You're 11th in the SEC. And I don't care if you're 10th or you're 9th. So whatever service you're using, when you're recruiting at the bottom half, you better be able to coach them up, man. You better be able to coach them up. Because coaching hires at places like Alabama and Georgia and LSU, Texas, those are important, right? They're obviously very important. But guys, when you're the Missouris and the Kentuckys and the South Carolinas and the Mississippi States of the world, boy, you better make sure you got the right coaches in there. Because you're not playing with the same deck that those guys are playing. You better make sure you got your ace in the hole. You better make sure you've got guys that can identify talent, that can develop talent, that can truly find those diamonds in the rough. Because that's how you're going to win. Missouri's done such a great job of that. Kentucky over the years has done such a great job of that. And the way Shane Beamer at South Carolina, for example, is recruiting right now, guys, it's the same as South Carolina has always recruited, which isn't bad, which isn't bad. But we all know the history of Gamecocks football. So you better be able to crush in the portal, and you better be able to develop, and you better have the right coaches in there who can maximize the talent, develop the talent, and put you in the best possible position to win. Because you're not out recruiting Georgia. You're not out recruiting Tennessee. You're not out recruiting Ole Miss. You're not out recruiting many of the schools you play on a yearly basis. You're not out recruiting Clemson, guys. You better make sure you can out-coach them. Bottom line. That's it. That's it. 
that's it. So, uh, let's see. I know I just went on a bit of a rant there, guys, but uh, I wanted to make sure I got my point across because somebody's going to go out there on social media and say, Chris thinks the recruiting class sucks. It's like, no, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. But it's not that the recruiting class sucks. It's that the SEC is insane. I mean, it's it just – and, guys, again, like Auburn, they have the infrastructure to where, like, they've won titles, they've got a rich history – and they finished fourth in the recruiting in recruiting in the SEC, and the reason for that is because again they can sell all that, right? South Carolina can't do that. Do I think the Gamecocks could recruit in the top half of the SEC yearly? I think it's possible, but I think the Gamecocks would have to be winning eight to nine games a year. I, I think you'd realistically have to be knocking on the door of college football playoffs, or again, or like Ole Miss, they finished tenth, I think, in recruiting. Barely ahead of South Carolina, but we all see what they've done in the portal. We all see what they've done in the portal. I mean, guys, that's the other thing, too. Again, the dust hasn't settled, so I'm not ready to, you know, we'll go through every SEC team, talk about the transfer portal and, and what the, you know, who, who are winners, who are losers. Rocket Sanders was a great pickup. Outside of that, outside of that, you have to sell people on why it's a good pickup. Do you not? Who else is a guy that just jumps out like that's a good pickup? That that's that's a no-brainer good pickup. I mean, Rocket's the only guy, guys. Maybe Oscar Attaway behind him at North Texas. He was pretty good. I think that's a good one. Of course, Kyle Kennard and Jules on the defensive side, right? But South Carolina's twelfth in the transfer portal. So I mean, it's it's lots of work to be done. The bottom line is this: you've got to be able to coach them up. You you have to, man. You, you, you can't let me let me put it to you this way. You can't go till week five or six without knowing who RB1 is. You you can't have some of the some of the personnel question marks that you had in 2023. You know, I you just you can't do it, man. You can't do it. I mean, I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now, guys, it's no knock on the kid. But, man, if Luke Doty's starting at wide receiver next year, I'm going to have some real questions about this coaching staff. I mean, I, I'm going to tell you right now, if Luke Doty's starting at wide – if he if he's wide receiver three or four, I'm going to have some real questions about this coaching staff, man. Because I tell you what, loyalty's a great thing, man. Loyalty's a great thing. But, man, the most loyal team ain't the best team. I, I hate to tell you. The most loyal team ain't normally the best team. We wish it was like that. But it's not. You got to go play the best 11. And if you can't develop any of those young wide receivers, and I mean, I know I'm picking on Luke Doty, guys, but I mean, it's just the truth. If he's a starting wide receiver, man, I'm going to really question the coaching staff and their ability to develop talent. Because apparently you've identified it and brought it on campus. Why is it not getting developed? Why? So, I you know I I just a lot of que <laughs> a lot of question marks for Gamecocks football going into 2024, which 
tis the season, I guess. I mean, that's just that's just the the nature of the beast, man. It's it, it's it's crazy, guys. I, I I really don't know how to a degree. I don't know how Gamecock fans of like 30, 40 years, how how they don't just go insane. I, I really don't. I really don't. Because it's the same thing every year. Like a lot of these questions are the same questions. They're the same questions. Like I find myself, I feel like I'm in a, I, I'm, I'm, it's like deja vu every year. So, dogs are ready to play. I, I, I just, anyways, man. Um, Chuck Burkett, just like Napier, Herman, Fuente, etc. How'd those coaching wishes turn out? We have the right guy. He actually loves Carolina and wants to be here, but I'll agree he needs to become a better CEO. Again, Chuck Burkett. You know, I know that when Beamer was hired, he was the he was the proverbial hug this fan base needed, right? South Carolina needed a guy that made them feel good and warm and fuzzy. But guys, I, I got to be honest, man. Like, as long as a coach wins... I don't give a damn if he wants to be at the school or not. I, I really don't. Like that, the whole, well, he wants to be here and he loves it like we do, like that doesn't mean much to me. Like, I mean, it, do you think, Chuck, do you think that's going to save his job if it gets to a point where you're in that? I mean, Ruination, I've heard you repeat the same shit for five years. Ruination, I don't know how to take that as a compliment or you're just acknowledging that fact. But I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Ruination to the point. He says, "Tired of being hugged. Choke, choke me with wins." Ruination. I thought honestly, in case y'all missed it, I thought Ruination had one of the best posts. And Ruination, you can, if you want to bring it back up, I, I'm going to probably butcher it, but I'm going to paraphrase. Ruination said something like, "So we've tried winning with love and." Above all else, love your brother and, and all that. Now can we try – what, Bruination? Pull up this tweet. Can you please post that in the chat? That was one of the best tweets I've ever seen. One of the best posts. It's not a tweet anymore. I loved that, though. I, I was like – I was like, that That just hits the nail on the head of how Gamecock fans feel. Really, truly. R says, you'd want to be here, too, if you were getting paid $6 million a year. Austin Miller, I still think Harbor should be at the edge spot. I mean, I mean, I think he wants to play wide receiver, Austin. That's the big thing. He's a receiver. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think he's going to want to go to defense anytime soon. Ruination, wait till Beamer makes Doty QB one, and I go full metal, John Edward Kruger. You know, Ruination, I, I got to be honest. From what I heard Beamer say yesterday. I, I don't think Doty's much of a factor, man, in the in the in the quarterback competition. I mean, I, I just he was asked, he was asked about, you know, the, the competition and about Luke Doty specifically and, and literally said, you know, he's focused on wide receiver special teams, but he, you know, he will be in the quarterback room some. Like that doesn't sound like a guy to me that you were preparing to be a starter in the Southeastern Conference. It doesn't. It doesn't. So I, I guys, I don't know who South Carolina is going to go get, but I think you're going to go see them add at minimum one, probably two quarterbacks. 
I think you're going to see them add a couple quarterbacks, just for depth, just for depth. Chuck Burkett, no, I don't, Chris, but at South Carolina, given our 100-year history, it's going to take time to build it. Just my take, but thanks. I mean, Chuck, I, you know, I, I would love to tell you, Chuck, lock in with Beamer for a decade. I, I really would, because to your point, Chuck, I don't think there's going to be a coach out there that gives it a better effort and takes it more personally than Beamer does. But the problem, Chuck, is none of that matters if you don't win. And it's just, you can't ignore losing forever. You, you just can't do it. You just can't do it. You just can't do it. Ruben Nation, here it is. He says, we've obviously failed at love, joy, and culture. Can we now try tampering money and winning? <laughs> that That is the best. That is the best post, Ruben Nation. That's the post of 2023 right there. That That really is. When it comes to Gamecocks football, we've obviously failed at love, joy, and culture. Can we now try tampering money and winning? I, that's just the reality, man. That's the reality. It is what it is. That, that's what it is. That's what it is. I love that. I think it's true. It's true. It's true. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Bruce says, at least our basketball teams are good. Yeah, South Carolina men's takes on Elon tomorrow. I'm not sure when the women play again, but they're crushing, as you would expect. Um, guys, basketball content will increase as we get into January. SEC play begins. Football starts to take more of a backseat as bowl games get behind us and uh, that sort of thing. So I, I promise you, I'm not just ignoring basketball, but – you know, you get to a point where, you know, I'm 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 10xing in life and business and content, focusing on the 20% that's most important, kind of letting go, uh, letting go of the 80% that's not as important. And so when you talk about content, you got limited space, you got limited time, you know, it's it's just tough to get in a non-conference basketball. But I promise you, I promise you, we will touch on basketball in January. So Rubination, here's a great way to go out. We'll actually go with two, Chuck Burkett and then Rubination. Travi, I appreciate you, my friend. Have a great rest of your day as well. Chuck Burkett says, took the great Steve Spurrier six years, but I totally agree, you can't wait forever. Rubination says, final comment of the day, give me a winning program, strippers, drugs, and hoes, as long as I can see championships. <laughs> Rubination, we can be Blue Mountain State for all I care, man. As long as we're winning championships, that's all that matters, man. That's all that matters. 
Guys, we've hit 2 o'clock. Hey, appreciate you all tuning in, guys. Be sure, again, you hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Hit that bell icon so you get notifications of when we go live and we drop new video content as well. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, guys, stay tuned on social media. Content bleeding out of the eyeballs. And, of course, do not forget, we are live tomorrow, noon to 2, our final show before the Christmas holiday. Really exciting stuff. Guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Have a great rest of your Thursday, and we will talk to you all tomorrow. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.